Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 168, which is the amount of hours in a week. So, if wow. we, yeah, if we stayed with our, you know, hour long thing, you'd have a full week of Wasted Takes, but we usually go over. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker and Dylan. Cam is in Hawaii, uh, so he will not be joining us. Uh, how are we doing, Dylan? Living the dream. I had no idea he was in Hawaii. I mean, he, I he, he, he like, told us. He's brought it up like four or five times. I, I, for some reason, like I saw like Instagram posts, I thought he was in just like hanging out in Florida, like doing stuff. It is kind of weird to see him like in Hawaii posting pictures because I, I, I feel you, Dill. It's like he's already in, he already lives in the vacation destination. So, um, all right. Winners and losers. Um, Cam did win the poll. Deservedly so. I voted for him. I think everybody voted for him. I think it was he got all the votes. Maybe maybe not one, but um, he won the poll with 83% of the vote. Very much deserved the vote. He went five votes to one. Somebody voted for uh, Dylan's take of the Aaron Rodgers take. Which could also be another good take. I mean, there's nothing going on there. So, um, our other one is still up for 19 minutes. Um, um, I'd like to call myself a big loser. Oh, go ahead. My Twitter got hacked. Oh yeah, Mad Hatter. I am. Yeah, that's the Mad, Mad Hatter. <laughs> definitely, they say for forever. Um, I'm trying to get it back. I've wrote like four, wrote like four emails. But it's not looking good. It's like every day is looking more and more like I'm never getting this back. Like I can't even follow someone. Can I vote on a poll? I need to know. Trey, you spelled Rick Bettino wrong. Whoops. You know, I can't even vote on a poll. Um, yeah, I mean... It's tough for a, for one of our podcast hosts who's you know built up this great following over the years to have their uh, Twitter taken away from them. I want to say I had like two hundred fifty followers. I I had more followers than I should have. You're gonna have to start over. Yeah, I I might start tweeting if I have to start from scratch. Yeah, you got to rebuild it. Yeah. Um. All right, bracket bracket news bracket updates. Um. At the shooting of this episode last week, I was in like the 93rd percentile. In the end of last week, I was in the 99th percentile, 99.3. I'm now in the 60th percentile, so it's been a really rough week for me, so we'll call that a loser. Um, Tucker, you are currently winning the bracket with 10 points over me. Wow. Oh, and Cam. Cam and I are tied. Wait. Oh, wait, no, that's the, that's the, no. So, all right, here's the score. Somehow Bailey's in our private yeah, Wasted Takes so group. That, I don't know how. Bailey's, Bailey's winning. That doesn't count, though. Um, so, Tucker, you're winning. And then it's our, uh, our averaged out bracket in second, tied for second with me. And then Cam. And then Lindsay Poliak. So, Cam's girlfriend in last. Um, and in our fan voting, our fan polls, Trevor Hathaway is running away with it. How many points did he have? 
He has 650, and he's maxed out, so he can't score anymore. Yeah, I mean, everyone's maxed out. No, Lucas Lore is still in it. He's got UConn winning. He's in third right now, but he has a max of 1020, and he's got 540. Jesus. He's the only one I th- yeah, he's the only one that can beat um Trevor. So we'll see. Any other winners and losers? Um Texas did not win the national championship. Yeah, yeah, that was so, a loser. Give yeah. myself another loser. Um Yeah, I just feel like a loser. All right. <laughs> Three futures. All of them look really good. None of them made the final four. All of them made the Sweet 16. Not a single one made the final four. I mean, that's how my bracket was. I had like a bunch of Sweet 16s right. Six, sweet mm-hmm. 16s right, and now they're all dead. Um, all right. Ways to takes. Anybody want to lead off? I will. Go ahead. So, it's college basketball related. And I was thinking, you know... Every year, I feel like there's a face of college basketball. You know, whether it's like a Grayson Allen, like a villain, Zion Williamson, like these guys are like the face, the number ones, the guys that you know are going early. Maybe even not a guy that's going early, but there's always a face. This year, I was thinking of who is the face of college basketball. Do you have any idea? Drew Timmy. Like, yeah, sure, maybe. Drew Timmy, you know, there's a couple of guys here and there. The kid that transferred from Florida. It's Caitlin Clark. Oh, the oh yeah. Caitlin Clark is the face of men's and women's college basketball. Like I stand by this. I think she's the biggest name in college basketball right now. Like if you're asking me, like, who's the biggest star in college basketball? It is Caitlin Clark, which is a crazy thing. Like this has never happened. I feel like, like Paige Buckers was big, you know, that uh, Brittany Griner was big. Caitlin Clark is just awesome. She's got swagger. She dropped a 40-point triple-double in college basketball. No one had ever dropped in March Madness. No one had ever even dropped a 30-point triple-double in March Madness prior to it, and she dropped a 40 on them. I am a huge Caitlin Clark fan. <laughs> Hey, guys. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. We have Cam Abderhalden reporting live from Hawaii. Cam, I actually wanted you to hear this one. My ways to take of the week. Um, Caitlin Clark is the face of college basketball, men and women's. 100,000%. She got the whole final four right, right? What? She got the whole final four right, right? What do you mean? For women's basketball. She's a player, Cam. Cam, she's the Iowa. She's the girl on Iowa. Caitlin Clark. No, I'm saying she made a bracket, and she was speaking on how she predicted LSU and Iowa in the final four. Really? Know the rest of them. Yeah, she's the face of – yes, okay. So, yes, right now, in this moment, she's the face of, of college basketball, both sides, 100%. Both – wait, I'll, I'll go a, up, a notch up on this. Both player and commentator – I'll agree. All right. Well, Cam, thank you for stopping in and taking a moment out of your uh, vacation to be with us. But um, we'll table Tucker's take so we don't take too too much of your time up. 
why don't you go ahead and give okay. us your take? How's your vacation going? Too? Of, just got out of the water. Um, was looking at some fish. We got scuba gear. Was looking at a couple. Uh oh. And just like that, he's gone. It's great having him on. Yeah, there was an attempt. He's still. Did he say something about Tanner fish? Fish? I don't think fish is there. Whenever, whenever you're ready. Oh, hey, hey, you're back. We couldn't hear you. Hey. Okay. I was swimming with the fish. I did not like the fish. I tried to hit the fish. They ran away. They swam away. We like were just cowards. saying we didn't know Tanner Speaking was on vacation cowards. with you. That's the one. Speaking of cowards. Well, Tanner was not on vacation with me. Oh. But if I swam towards him, he would also swim with me. Fish. <laughs> Listen. Do you have me here? We hear you. We hear you. We hear you. Can anyone hear me? Is anyone alive out there? We got Uh, you. It's funny because I'm on a cruise, right? Right. Don't sing. Um, Anyway, guys, sorry to take up too much of your time. God, just pressing into your time over there. Um, Speaking of cowards, I'm going to talk about the the new rule change in the NFL real quick, if you don't mind. Um, it looks like they just granted uh, players the, the authority to wear the number zero in the NFL. Now, I think that's the softest thing since Raw Bread. Okay? Um, the number zero, if you're going to wear it, it's a college move. It's a college move. you got to earn your way up to do it. And I think anyone who, at this point in the NFL, who has any sort of, you know, already uh, history in the NFL that chooses to go to the number zero, it is strictly for clout. It's for the fame. It's for the flash. It's for attention. And I'm going to go ahead and make the prediction that the number zero, anyone who switches to the number zero, anywhere plays in the number zero is not going to receive any sort of recognition, award, anything, whether it be rookie of the year, all rookie first team, first team, second team, third team, Pro Bowl, defense player, first team, whatever, no sort of recognition is going to the a number zero this year, strictly because of the fact that these are only the guys that don't care about playing in the NFL and actually enhancing their career, but they just want the flash, the shine, and uh, they're a bunch of cowards, like the fish that swim away from me when I try to get it. I love it. Love the take. It is a very soft number. Um, Michael Parsons said he's going to switch. That might be tough for you for for the take itself. Yeah, that, might but... be, that might make it a tough. Thing. Oh, he's so good. So good. He's sport. so Too good. Bad that he's going to have to be bad. This he's going to be bad. I mean, it's it's a loser number. Name somebody that's name a Hall of Famer that wore zero in any sport. I don't think it exists. Not Leon a Hall of Famer. Po. Was Leon Poe a Hall of Famer? I don't even know. No, he was uh, kind of good. He was all right. No, no Hall of Famers will come. No, no awards, no recognition. The NFL will remove it because it will look really ugly on jerseys. I agree, Tucker. Um, I disagree. Um, you can win with any number, and I stand by that. You know what? I think people are innovators. They're different. They find different ways to win. They're creative. These are all positive attributes. They're not sticklers in the mud. They're not the guys that like need to have one number their entire lives. They can change here and there. You know, they can be their own guy. They're not afraid to change. I'm a big fan of the number zero. Cam, Cam is looking.
fantastic right now. Hawaii looks great on you, Cam. Uh, Dill, you're a big num, you're a big jersey, jersey number take guy. What do you think? Uh, I'm with Cam on this 100. percent They could have said any number, uh, like like if for whatever reason, I don't know. It's it's just the fact that it wasn't a thing, and now it's a thing. That and then people that gravitate towards it. Cam's exactly right. It's for the notoriety, the the clout, whatever it may be. They're doing it to do it. Um, I think that this uh, that this uh, number is, should strictly only be allowed for hunters, potentially kickers, long snappers, like the backup, whoever whoever holds the ball on a on a on a kick. Uh, so that's my take on that. So I, I'll agree with you. All right, Cam. Great take. Everybody on the show loved it. Thanks for checking in. You look great. Your family Thanks, looks guys. great. Your girlfriend looks stunning as always. Thank you, and please enjoy your vacation. No, chill, bye. Hey, hey, just chill, enjoy. Some sun. How about Dina? Dina looks fantastic. As right. always. I was trying to say five bucks. I climb this whole tree. No, right do here, it. But... Yes, I was saying do it. Climb the tree. Jump off. Who cares? Oh, it's attached to the Marriott. There's lights on it. I'll collect it myself. Did I win the poll? You won the poll for your for your correct. You won the poll for your correct take. All right, so I stay. I stay. Yeah, you're good. All right, brother. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, Cam. All right. Wow, what a surprise! I didn't think Cam was going to make it on. Um, All right, let's go back to um, Tucker's take. So. It's tough because I th- I feel like it's hard with um not to be a, a, a d bag but women's basketball not as popular I do think women's basketball and men's basketball in college is closer than like WNBA and NBA this girl's a stone cold killer she's a stud I agree she's the most likable person in the tournament on either side so I'll go ahead and agree with you I think she's a baller dude and, and she's just been pulling up like logos. All tournament, like she, and not even like, like running on the run, just gets to the logo, just boom. He is just incredible. Uh, Dylan, I don't know what that was, Trey, but thank you for showing me. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Tuck, I think you're right. I like. The fact that I know this person's name, and I couldn't tell you anybody's name from anywhere else in college basketball, tells you that a guy that only watches college basketball three weeks out of the year, it just tells you that she's the face for those for people like me. So I, I'll agree. I think uh, she's doing it. She's doing it with style. She's kicking butt. A lot of points scored. Potentially too many. Uh, so yeah, okay. I think I know as many women's college basketball players as men this year. I mean, you're definitely right. There's not that massive star power. No, well, I think because the biggest star, like the one that everyone's been talking about, is a guy in the G League. Like the number one and number two picks are both G League guys. There's no, you know, Zion. There's no Cade Cunningham. Like the number one pick is not coming from college basketball so there's not that guy that they're like talking about every day 
Yeah. I think that plays a big part. I mean, that could continue, right, with the way that this is kind of made now, where the G League is like, you can go right to the G League or whatever, right? So maybe the era of the college basketball star is over in the men's men's league. Yeah, it, it honestly might. I mean, you can I, go to the G League straight away now. Is that relatively new? There's a bunch of different pathways. Yeah, it's relatively well, new. Well, Wapanyama, the guy that's number one pick, is from France. Okay, so maybe, maybe. So but didn't I, they I, set up the a number, thing where it's like you can? The you number can, two pick is apparently in the G League. Didn't they set up a thing where you can go like out of high school and go to yeah. like the G League? I, and I don't love it. They're just making it. I don't love it either. I I don't like the one and done. So. Yeah, I just and I don't like that people are allowed to transfer anymore. Yeah, I just like to say the Michigan State point guard, who was dropped, who was like one of Michigan State's best players, transferred out of Northeastern after a freshman year where he dropped twenty five a game. He was the best player in the conference as a freshman. You know how good we'd be right now. Yeah, but they're they if they're we, not going to stay at Northeastern. I don't blame them, <laughs> but but again, second team All Big Ten. It would be really good in the CAA. All right. Um, okay, I have a take. It's also basketball-related, but we're moving to the pros. I don't know if you guys have paid attention to – first of all, the Celtics are in a little bit of a tough spot right now. They haven't played well, really, since the All-Star break. Um, they lost last night to a terrible Wizards team by about 100. Um, yeah. So they're kind of limping, kind of limping into the playoffs right now. On top of that, your second best player has been kind of openly saying he doesn't love the team or the city, rather, or the fan base or whatever. Just the whole thing. He doesn't really love it. Jalen Brown has come out and been like, yeah, people in Boston are kind of a-holes. Like, they, they, you know, there's the racism part of it, whatever. That's, I mean, I mean, you, listen, Boston definitely has racist people in it, probably more than most places up north um probably i'd say more than new york um more than philly probably philly i don't know i don't really you don't really hear a lot about a lot of racism in philly anyways there is this there is problems going on (laughs) there is massive racism in boston right but i don't think it's like that much more than everywhere else and I think there, that this stereotype that Boston is one of the most racist cities in America is a little overblown. I think it is very racist, should not be that way, but I don't think it's like that horrible. But again, white guy wouldn't know. Either way, saying the city's racist, saying, well, the team, you know, they don't really blah, 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 kind of wanted a chance to be like number one somewhere. And I'll give him props, at least he's being honest, because... It's worse when these athletes are like, oh, nothing's wrong. I love it here. And then they leave. But he's kind of showing signs that he might not want to stick around here long term. I mean, that's his right. All, more power to him. As long as he's honest the whole way, I have no problem with it. I'd rather he be here. But if he turns down a max deal from the Celtics, then whatever. Go do your thing, man. Do I think he can be a number one somewhere else? Probably not. I think he could be a number one in like Detroit and they would suck and he'd be the number one guy there. Either way, he had a killer game the other night and Boston got on its feet for him and uh, gave him a standing ovation. He waved to the crowd and then he came off the floor for his press conference and he was like, 
yeah, it's whatever. I don't really care. So looking at the situation and how we're going to move forward, I mean, you've got your number one. You'd like him to be your number two. I think they're willing to pay him. I think they're going to offer him a contract, um, a, ma a super max. But I think that the Celtics should trade him this summer. He's a good enough player where you can get a haul, maybe one or two firsts for him. Um, I know it sucks, and I think the team is much better with him than it is without him. I'm not saying they don't need him. I'm saying they do need him. But if you're going to lose him for nothing, trade him. I think this summer the Celtics are going to trade Jalen Brown for two first-round picks. That's the take. I mean, so I'm going to start off with it's kind of weird that it's now becoming the norm for people to just like players just be like, I'm really like, oh, I hate you. I feel like 10 years ago, this was like a crazy thing to have happened that a player would say something like that. And now it's every other week. You hear that a new player hates where he is and wants to leave for this, that, or the other reason. Uh, but. I don't know. I think I think that there's a part of them that just really likes what they have going on here as a team. And I think that'll outweigh. I like. I'm not sure where his ideas are on being number one. If that's a big problem, then yeah, like he should move on. Because when you're with a you know a guy that's a year younger than you and a top five to ten player in the NBA you're probably never going to be the number one on that team. So if that's the truth, then yeah, let's move them. Let's get some draft picks out of it. And then let's make sure we can sign someone in free agency next year instead of just being let it high and dry. Um, but at the end of the day, I would like to keep him if at all possible. I agree. I would like to keep him as well. And I, and I get the number one thing. I mean, all these dudes have massive egos. So he gets here and he's, you know, a rookie. And then the next year, oh, the next kid comes in. And then all of a sudden Tatum's, you know, the second coming. It's got to be kind of shitty for him. I mean. Yeah. Oh, I can see what. Why especially when he, he, he's he been our best player during stretches. Like the finals last year, he was the best Celtic. He was better than Tatum in the finals. So, like. Yeah. No, I want to keep him too. But I get it. I get why he wants to leave. But don't let him walk out for nothing. Get something for him. Dylan? Um, I think on a team aspect, it, if it makes, if, if, if he becomes a, a cancer to the team and it's like not performing and doesn't care, I think that's when you have an actual problem, which unfortunately that I feel like that happens in basketball. I don't think that's happened yet by any means. He played great the other night, but his, his attitude after the game was a little you know, cause for worry, I guess, maybe. So if you're the organization, it makes the most sense to get something for the man than not. So trading is, seems like a great idea to me in that regards. Um, I kind of felt, kind of feel like this was kind of bound to happen at some point, trading Brown. At least I did a little bit. I mean, obviously I'm not a huge basketball guy, but guy has massive potential He's the number two. If he, you know, you, you kind of just get, if, if you're not 
if you don't love the city, then you then oftentimes those players are just need to go. You know, it's just like you know, name name like David Ortiz loved Boston. That guy was not gonna go. Like you, sometimes you just have players. Bergeron. Yeah, sometimes you just have players that, for better or worse, just aren't really fond of the area or whatever, and, and it is what it is. And you have as an organization make the best plan out of that. So I say trade him. That's fine. Then. I also think he might be a little pissed off since his name has been floated out for trades for three years now. So that's true. Um. All right, Dill, you got to take first. I do. Switching gears to baseball. Um, talking about um, the Boston Red Sox and a little green dinosaur by the name of Yoshi, uh, Yoshi. his uh, long-lost Japanese brother, uh, Masataka Yoshida, uh, new Red Sox member this year, uh, big signing. Uh, played great in the uh, World Baseball Classic. Played above my expectations for that. Um, I was kind of low on this man, um, but I think he's can potentially be very good. I think so good that uh, he will be an All Star this year. He might be the only All Star from the Red Sox this year. Uh, every team has to has one person, so he could be the one. Uh, but I'm going to make this take a little bit more wasted. I'm going to say that he will be an AL starter, All Star this year. I think he's going to play very well. I think he's going to exceed expectations. And uh, I, if the stars align, the Bruins for the Bruins, the Red Sox can be potentially good, and he's one big piece of them being good if he can exceed expectations. Okay. So I'm just I'm just betting on it. So go ahead. Okay. Um couple things. First off, I'm on the board. I won a poll. And you reminded me to check because the World Baseball Classic. My World Baseball Classic take one. So I have a point. I will not go zero this this season. So that's Last. great news. Great news. Was I did I lose by one vote? Let me know. If I did, that'll hurt. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was, uh, yeah, I, I won. I had 57%. Um, okay, so your take. You're right. Yoshida showed out during the World Baseball Classic. And I, if you asked me a month ago if I had any hype for the Red Sox season, I would have told you no. Now I'm excited to see how this guy plays. Uh, I We know Devers is going to show up. Like We know the pitchers are not going to be great. We don't know what Yoshida's going to be. Besides that, let's calm it down with that. Pitchers aren't going to be great. Okay, we have one pitcher. And then we have Corey Kluber, who's two feet in the grave. But sure, so we'll we see. have two pitchers. Okay, either way. We know that the rest of the lineup is probably not going to be great outside of Devers. We don't know what this kid is. So, I mean... He's not a kid. He's like 29. Yeah, but he's been playing baseball for a long time. You just time. say kid. You say kid in, in sports. Hey, kid. Hey, now, kid. Uh, we don't know what this gentleman is going to be. Um, so the big the big knock on him is still Major League Pitching. He hit the crap out of the ball against the Japanese leagues. He hit the crap out of the ball against the world teams. And 
as as discussed, some of these guys are not, you know, everyday players um, in the MLB. But it is a it is a good sign that he played well in the World Baseball Classic for sure. And he also hit the ball well. I think if you if he would have been at Fenway, it would have it would have been great. I tend to agree with you, Dill. I'm optimistic. I, I I'm excited. I think he's going to be good. Um, so I'll agree with the take. All star starter. I like it. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. It's it's the one thing I'm wary of is. A lot of times we've brought in these Japanese prospects and maybe not panned out. Daisuke, nasty for a year and then terrible. Uh, he was at camp the other day. I saw a picture of him at Red Sox camp. He looked fat. Big, fat guy. Um, Daisuke? Daisuke. Yeah. Well, who's he at Red Sox camp? He's a, because he's a world champion with the Boston Red Sox. He's always welcome. Love Daisuke. I remember Tucker had a sick Daisuke hat he used to wear around. Um, I forgot. Uh, Jesus. Um... Yeah, I like Yoshi so far. I'm excited to see him play. I think he's going to be good. I do. I do think it's going to pan out. I don't think he's going to be a 30 home run a year guy, but I think he's going to be good. Tuck? Um, yeah, I'd just like to start this off by pitching to you guys. Just want to let you know, a bet that's out there might not hit, but the money's good. Red Sox win the AL East. What do you think the odds are? On that? Bad, very. I mean, large. One, one to plus 2,000. It's 18 to 1. Which is a lot. I'm just saying, like, shittier teams have won. The I Red mean, Sox are notorious for not being that good and winning the AL East and then making a run somehow. Ten, ten years ago, 2013. Yeah. Anniversary I mean, coming just, up. There are just when this is when the team is the most dangerous. It's when they're supposed to be better. No, I do think they're going to be better this year because a the team is worse and b it's a odd number year. So. They're yeah. going to be better. It makes sense. The Red Sox don't make sense. So bet it because way better than 18 to 1 odds that they win this. Uh, but that's beside the point. Uh, I think he's going to be a stud. No reason behind it. I haven't really done any research on it. But you know me. I'm a homer for life. All righty. That's ways to take. Let's move into some segments. March Madness. So final four, we've got UConn, Miami, who else? Uh, FAU. FAU and San Diego State San University. Diego. So wild Final Four. I think we can call Cam a winner for wildest uh, year. And also, what is it? One Power Five in the Final Four, right? Yeah. If that one, yeah, one Power Five. Oh, San San Mountain West is a Power Five. Miami, UConn is Big East the Power Five. I don't I think don't so. Think is it just the six or something? What's what even is their conference? The Big East. Oh, Big East, they might be Power Five. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so two Power Fives. What are the, what are the Power Fives? It's SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pack, Pack Ten. So yeah, no. So they're not power five. But is that is it different for every sport, or is it just all the same? No, they're power five. So they're the power five. That's kind of funny that Boston College is a power five football school. <laughs> just sounds wrong. Uh, either way, Cam made a take about that. I think he said no power fives in the final four. One's not bad for Cam, so another big winner. Hell of a year from our bracketologist, Cam. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was watching some of the games this weekend. wasn't super-duper locked in. Um, but FAU, they beat, what was it, Kansas State, right? Um, and their coach went over and said, you guys are a hell of a team. Tucker, give us your thoughts on FAU because you're not a huge fan. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just like, they don't got good vibes. I've never watched, I don't know. I guess that maybe I haven't watched them enough, but like, when they beat Fire Dickinson and they swat it, you know, and they did what they did with like the trying to like windmill dunk against 16 team seed as time expires, screw you. I, I think that they got some bad karma coming. So I don't like them in this game. I think it comes to bite them in the ass if they lose close. And they're playing San Diego, right? Or yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean it's good to see UConn back in it. I, I had said I think last week that I, I kinda want them to win now <laughs> since they're New England. Um I really don't have much many I haven't watched San Diego State play. I saw Miami play the other night, they look pretty good. Um Tucker, you mentioned at the top of the show, Texas, rough, rough, rough ending for them. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, they choked. They let the game away. They had 13. They had 13 point lead with 13 minutes left. How do you not hold that? You're so good, so big, and they just forgot how to shoot. It was super frustrating as the person with a tenant, as a Texas feature holder. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess UConn's the move now. I don't know. They've looked really good in this tournament, so good for them. Hope they go on the run. But I don't know. I think March Madness, like the madness, is fun until you get to the end and none of the, like the best teams are there. Because like at the end of the day, a UConn San Diego State national title doesn't hit, like, last year, UNC Kansas. Or if it was Bama versus, you know, another top team in the country. It just... Bama, Texas, or UConn, San Diego State. Like, which one are you glued to the TV for? I mean, I, I think, I think yes, you're right. I think nationally it's not as, you know, hype. But I do think this is kind of cool to have a bunch of teams. No, it's, of. it's really cool. And, again, I think, like, the storylines are super cool. But at the end of the day, like, there's no David beats Goliath. It's David beats other David. Like, you know, if it got to the finals and Alabama was playing Florida Atlantic or something like that, that's a cool story that everyone can get behind. But yeah, now it's just, like... Seven Davids, like all the Davids already beat the Goliaths, and now the Final Four is like which of the little guys can win it. I don't know. It's, it's just a good not point. No, it's a good point. Uh, Dill, you got any thoughts on it on March Madness? Yeah, I think uh, Final Four. I got my money on San Diego State. Just random because who the heck cares about San Diego State? About nobody. So people from San Diego care. No, they that's don't. About people it. in that's California don't it, care about sports. That's about it, though. So um, I'm all <laughs> in on them. Uh, as for the tournament in general, like Tucker said, there's been a lot of 
uh, like not able to hold on to leads type games and then ended up losing. Uh, I think this tournament has been a testament to a potential downgrade in um, mental toughness throughout the college basketball sphere. COVID effect. I, feel, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Trey connecting the dots. I think that it takes an extremely talented team and an extremely well-coached team, an extremely disciplined team, you know, a, a very smart team just in general in order to win a championship like this. And often the teams that, you know, not maybe not often, but sometimes teams that are, that play really well, win their conference, maybe win it because they're expected to win it. Um, aren't the ones that have that mental fortitude to really uh, crack down when things get tough. So I think potentially part of the reason why this has been such a crazy March Madness is the mental aspect back. I'm here for it, honestly. Um, I have a take. They should wrap this thing up in March. This shouldn't bleed into April. I think they should get the whole tournament done in March, start it a week early, and get it finished. Because, you know, call March Madness, March Madness in April, kind of weird. Wrap it up. Um, any other thoughts? I'm, I, I, I've got UConn winning. I, that's who I have winning. Dylan has San Diego State. You, you have UConn winning, Tuck? Uh, yeah, I also think UConn's going to win. I don't know if I'm going to be rooting for them, but I do have them winning, yes. Connecticut is the bastard son of New England. So I guess if we have to root for a New England team, kind of shitty that it has to be Connecticut, but uh, shout out to all the Connecticut listeners if they're out there. Um, All right. Let's touch football for a second. Let's touch this Lamar situation. So Lamar Jackson has now revealed that he requested a trade on March 2nd, uh, the beginning of the month. Um, Now, I think he put in this trade request. It wasn't necessarily to actually get traded. I don't think it was a trade demand. I think he went in there and said, listen, pay me or trade me. I don't want to play for, you know, a cheaper contract. If you're not willing to pay it, that's fine. Trade me somewhere else because I'm not going to play unless I get this contract. Do I think it maybe has evolved since then? Maybe because he, he went on a Twitter rant today about his injury status and why he sat the game out saying like, I'm not going to go out there and you know, get hurt further and, you know, play poorly when I could, you know, if, if I was out, if I could be out there on 100% and win a Super Bowl, I would. But I, I don't want to go out there and risk injury and play poorly when I'm injured. So, I mean, I get where he's coming from. It's stupid. Just play the game. It's your job. Like, I know it sucks to get hurt and you're potentially losing millions of dollars, but I get it. I get it. I, I just don't like the mentality myself. So some teams are now being linked to Lamar. One of the biggest links came from Meek Mill, the rapper, who texted Robert Kraft and said, Lamar wants to be a Patriot. Um, and I'm excited to hear that. So I would take Lamar in a minute. I, I like Mac. I think he got screwed. Do I think he can ever be what Lamar is? No. Do I think he potentially could be a better passer? Maybe. 
he will never be what Lamar is. Lamar is a, a game-changing type of player. And believe it or not, I actually think the Patriots' skill group is better than the Ravens' skill groups of the past you know, four or five years. I don't really think they've had great receivers in Baltimore. They've had Mark Andrews, and that's about it. I do think the Patriots, as a collective, have a better skill group, so I do think Lamar could be a better passer here. It's not going to happen because they're going to have to give up first two firsts and a bunch of guaranteed money, and they're not going to do that. Um, the thing that's pissing me off is Robert Kraft being a fraud. Um, you know, he, they asked him, oh, well, what's going to happen? He said that would be up to Bill. That's not up to Bill, that type of decision. That type of money is not up to Bill. He has to get – there's no way that he doesn't get ownership approval if he's given out the biggest guaranteed contract. So Kraft's playing both sides. He's playing to the fans saying, maybe we'll get him. It's up to Bill. Don't blame me. And he's also trying to play to the owners by, you know, saying like he's not going to do it, you know. So I would love him on my team. I don't think it's going to happen. Cam said that he's surprised he's not already in Indy or Atlanta. Atlanta has already said they're out on him. I think, Dylan, that was your pick for where he was going to go. Um, Indy hasn't. Indy's, Indy seems to be the one that's ready to push. But it's going to be hard to figure out because either you got to sign him on that offer sheet, give up two firsts. Or you have to trade a boatload of picks for him, probably two firsts again, and then and then uh, extend him with guaranteed money. So either way, it's going to end up being guaranteed money and two first picks. I really don't know how this is going to go. I don't think anybody wants to do it. I really don't. I don't think any of these teams want to give out any guaranteed money and the draft picks. You know, the draft picks. I don't really care about the draft picks if I'm a GM. I mean, you can figure that out. Make some other trades. Just get some get some good guys in the lighter rounds. But the guaranteed money is the stickler. Um, Tucker, what do you th- what do you make of all this? The Patriots being linked to him and him wanting out. And where do you think he ends up? Um. Yeah. So, what's the echo? Okay, never mind. It's gone. Uh, in terms of the Patriots being linked to him, I was surprised, and I was specifically surprised by Kraft. Being so like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's Bill, which, you know, I guess is blaming it on Bill, which I don't think Bill cares about, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I think Bill is, like, happy to be like, yeah, you can blame it on me, because that's just Bill's way. Uh, As for if I want him, I don't really know. I agree. I mean, I've been anti-Lamar for a long time. I was the first anti-Lamar person. I was an anti-Lamar during his MVP season. And I was proven right. Um, great running back, decent, a- average quarterback. Um, I just, uh, it's just, I can see the Patriots being slightly better with Lamar. I think they're loads better with him. I don't think they're that much better. I do. I think that this... That's, like, you think this team with Lamar Jackson is a Super Bowl champ, contender? No, but I think they're... You think Lamar can lead a team to the Super Bowl? Maybe, yeah. But not maybe not this year, but I think they'd be competing for the division title. I just... I mean, yes, we'll be better this year, but I, I just... Yeah, I don't really want to leverage the future on Lamar Jackson. So it's either you... Put all your chips in Lamar's basket. He's got an injury history. He's shown himself to kind of be a malcontent now. Hopefully that yeah, will go away with the, the contract. The fact that he didn't, I mean, 
the fact he didn't play in the playoff as like a business decision really bothers me. Yeah. Also, being having the lowest Wonderlic score of any QB and deciding that you should also be your own agent is a bad decision maker. Yeah. He makes bad decisions. I mean. But here's the thing. So either you put your chips in that on that I took the one table. I took the Wonderlic. It's not that hard. Or you invest in Mac and hope that he can become that passer. I think the Lamar thing is a safer bet, honestly. Because you're getting a top five talent. Maybe he's got are some you? Yeah, I think you are. He's I don't he's, think Lamar is a he top was MVP five a couple years ago. Tell me tell me Okay, so who are you not taking ahead of him, okay? Joe Burrow, yes. Justin Herbert. Yes. Um, sorry. Aaron Actually, Rodgers, I don't know about Herbert. Tom I don't know about Herbert. Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know about Herbert. I put him at okay, top ten talent, top seven talent. I I I take. I wouldn't take. Oh, Jalen Hurts as well. I take Jalen Hurts. I take over. Lamar over Hurts. Oh, yeah. did you see Hurts as a passer? Yeah, no, he had a great season, but again, kind of one season. So. Yeah, Lamar's had one season. Lamar has lost. Lamar like, had his MVP season. The next year he missed six games. The next year he missed six games again. Lamar's record is like 56 and 16 or something like that. In games that he played. in season, But that's, see, that's why I'm saying if he gets healthy, he has a crazy win percentage. But, well, the Patriots training staff is just going to fix him? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he'll be more motivated to play once he gets his big contract. I don't know. I'm saying it's not a safe, it's not a guarantee, but I, I think it it escalates the process of getting. If he's motivated to play, bothers me. Like you know. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be pissed off if they don't go get him. I think they should at least inquire because a great quarterback wants to play for your team. You should look into that. Am I gonna be pissed if they don't get him? No. It'll be fine. We'll we'll be fine. But I would like to have him on my team. I would take him. I don't know if I'd take him for two firsts. That's tough. But i take him. Um, Dylan, what do you think? I still think he's going to Atlanta. All right, they're bluffing. Atlanta has put out a statement saying why they don't want Lamar Jackson, though. Does that change your mind at all? Could be bluffing. No. <laughs> no. Big bluff. All right. Uh, any other NFL stuff anybody wants to touch on? We, we touched the, the rule changes. They uh, decided not to make re- roughing the passer reviewable, which I actually think is a good decision because replay is terrible in every sport. Um, they made zero. You can wear zero. I hate it, as we talked about with Cam. Um, what else did they do? Oh, this is a crazy one. Ready? You're not allowed to launch off one foot to tackle anybody anymore. You have to launch off two feet. Yeah, I don't understand what that means. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you're going to police that. It's like if you're making a diving tackle, you have to set yourself before you dive. I don't understand that. It's supposed to limit injuries. It's it's not gonna. No, it's not gonna be policed. There's no way. I hope. I not. can't wait for the first game. There's like ten of those calls. <laughs> um. All right. Last thing we'll touch on, I think, unless anybody has anything else. Opening day, tomorrow. It is. Baseball's back. We've got, of uh, course, 
the rule Fun changes. Fun fact, there's a bat in FanDuel right now, plus 100, Mookie Betts to have one or more hits. That's not bad. I picked that bat. Um, you got the rule changes, big bases, pitch clock era. Um, I'm trying to think, who is like a front runner? Yankees are a front runner for the World Series. Who else? Who out of the NL is supposed to be really good this year, though? Dodgers. The Dodgers are how I wish every single one of my teams operated. Just get the best players all the time. Seems like a Red great Sox strategy. Used to do that. Before Heim Bloom came and ruined it, the nerd. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Red Sox, we've all talked about it. I have low expectations. I do think they will be better than I think they are. Um, starting lineup, you've got, who's leading off? Yoshida. Is Yoshida leading off? I thought he was batting third. I think he'll be leading off. Devers is second. Because Kike sucks. Kike's batting ninth. Um, Where is uh, Cassis batting? The rookie. He might be fifth. Well, bad for him. Um, Justin Turner's. Justin Third Turner, or fourth. fourth. I think Yoshi's uh, three, Dill. Yeah, but who's going to hit one? I'm trying to go through their lineup right now in my head. All right, Arroyo's their second baseman. He's batting like seven. Eight. Who's their Who's their catcher? Do we know? <laughs> it's not Connor Wong, is it? This is bad. This is bad. Well, the team sucks. They got rid of all their players. I don't know who the catcher is. I literally looked at this today, and I can't. Kike's where is Kike? Is not a short, is he? Uh, I don't know the answer. I have to be. I think Kike's at short. Yoshi's is he? Yoshi the DH? No, he's outfield. Turner's the DH. Yeah. Yoshi's in the outfield. God, this is bad. I don't know the team. I don't know the team. Um, Kluber starting. I mean, I Verdugo, 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 Devers, Turner, Yoshida, Adam Duvall, center fielder, free agent pickup, Cassis, first base, Arroyo, McGuire, the catcher, never heard of him. Hernandez. Oh boy, who the hell is McGuire? Reese <laughs> <laughs> McGuire, number three. I mean, Spring I would- training average. Are they? They're at Fenway to open it, right? Yes. Tickets are going for like thirty bucks for opening day, which is nuts. McGuire, twenty twenty two regular season, two hundred forty nine at bats. If I didn't have to work, I'd be there. Two sixty nine average, three bombs. Not good. <laughs> are we a day game? I think it's a day game. Yeah, I don't think they play at night. Too cold. Um. I think the Sox will be better than we think, but I think they're going to have a rough year. Um, I'm excited to see Shohei play this year. People are already starting the Cy Young MVP buzz duel threat, which would be nuts. I cannot wait until that dude is out of Anaheim. I cannot wait. He's going to go to New York, and he's going to beat the piss out of us, but it's going to be sweet. Um, the Mets, you never know. I mean, you could go to the Mets. The Mets are big spenders. There's three teams that will spend all the money now. I mean, if the Red Sox don't, literally sell part of Fenway Park to get him if he comes if he shakes loose they are fools give him everything give him give him the seaport 
Just let make him the mayor of the seaport and give it to him and say, "You, this is yours. You can do whatever you want with it. Do not let that guy get away if he shakes for a second. Um, Dill, you got a, like a sleeper team to watch this year in the MLB? Sleeper team this year. Orioles? Um, Orioles could be better this year. Yeah, the Orioles might be pretty good. Um, here, I had something up here. Sleeper team, the Twins is a good sleeper team this year. Yeah, I would I would go Twins. I mean, and also the Dodgers are supposed to be not the Dodgers. The Padres are supposed to be. Oh the yeah, the Padres. Uh, I think most people are are picking them to win the division over LA. Um, but yeah, I watch out for the Twins. I mean, I don't know if it's so much of a sleeper, but they're probably second tier. And then watch out for the Mariners. I think the Mariners have a good shot this year. Who's the worst Next team in the MLB right now, though? Worst team in the MLB right now is the Reds. Remember when Cam but, had them winning the World Series and they had the worst season they've ever had? But the Washington Nationals could honestly very well lose the most games ever because their lineup looks like a single A team. It's bad. Like they might, they might lose 121 games, which would be the record. I feel like I haven't heard anything out of the Cubs since they won that World Series. Yeah, they're bad too. Shame. What a shame. What's the Yankees lineup looking like? Good. Very good at hitting the ball far. Oh. <laughs> Judge Stanton well, still know how to hit. I know more. I know more player in the Yankees starting lineup than the Reds. That staff. 15 minutes where Aaron Judge <laughs> was a giant was. Awesome. That was sick. It was amped up. Um. All right. Do we? We don't. We didn't plan a list, guys, gentlemen. No. Do we have one in the back pocket? I think Cam's not here. I think we just say. How about, how about uh, sports cities? I feel like we should have Cam for that that type of debate. Oh. Let's okay. do something stupid. Um. Let's see here. I'm looking around my room. Um, Dale, you were weren't you talking about some lists the other day? Colors. Did we ever do colors? I think we did do colors. Oh, letter letters. Letters. Might, that was Cam's idea, though. Too. I don't no. think we can steal that one from Cam either. No, we did that last week, didn't we? We did... Um, oh, yeah, that wasn't Cam's idea. We did, like... What is it called? Abbreviate... Not abbreviations. Um, like, LOL, that stuff. Yeah. Uh, acronyms. Acronyms. <laughs> acronyms. Um, I don't know. Uh, we did numbers one time. That was good. Uh, Juices. I also go with letters. Uh, department stores. I'm looking at a. Why are we going against letters? Looking at a Target bag. You want to do letters? Just top five letters. I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Let me pull up. Let me pull up an uh, alphabet. Alphabet. <laughs> I gotta All look right. at them. I'll, I'll start off. Um, I'm gonna start out with A. I think it's first. Wait, wait, wait. Are we doing one? Just single letter. 
snake and and are we doing just the list or a draft i was thinking draft draft and your top first okay letters a all right that's good i got a as my number one 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 um it's you know it's a sign for a good grade the first letter in the alphabet it's a word it's a vowel i mean there's i don't think there's anything you can really put above a um yeah, A's my number one. Okay, um, my number one is going to be T uh, for several reasons. It's the beginning of my name, T. Low, um, you got low T. <laughs> it's a cool looking letter. It's like a cross. It's very common on Wheel of Fortune. They give you R S T L N E, so T is a common one. Uh, just I like T because that's what my name starts with. I'm going T number one. Del? I'm going with the opposite direction of Tucker. I'm going Z. The end num the end number, the end letter. For first rounder. For the first round. Z is a electric number. Jesus twice. Electric letter. Uh you know, every letter that has a Z in it is kinda cool. Zipper. Buzz. No Z others. is a cool letter. And it, it's just quick. It's a ZZ. Zorro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just a cool letter. Number one, Z. Tucker. No snake drafts. So oh, going to- Dylan. Oh yeah. Nah. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with X. X is the good oh. one. <laughs> This is an all-time bad draft for Dylan. X, because you know I like his picks. Oh, I, it's you know. another, it's another electric number. Jesus, letter. <laughs> you have uh, uh, it means multiplication. It means when you Ten. strike out. When you strike out in baseball, you get a K. But sometimes people put it down as X. I don't. I'm. I don't know um, what you're talking about there. Uh, you have um, bowling. Yeah, I bowling, bowling. bowling. That, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Frames and something. I don't know. I, I'm losing my mind over here. Uh, what, else about, what else about it? About an X? Xylophone. Um, it sounds like a Z. Xylophone. That's true. Xerxes. Um, I'm missing something. Ten. It means ten. It means ten. Yeah. You can make it it's with just, your arms. Yeah, it's fun. It's a great, great letter. I actually love Dylan's draft so far. Oh, so, just throwing wow. that out. All right, Trey, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going versatility here with my number two. I'm going with the most common letter in the English language. That would be E. E is in every word, every single one. Look around. It has an E in it. I'm looking right now at a Coke can, E. I have a fridge, Frigidaire, E. I have a box of sweet tarts. I've got an Apple gift card. There's a scented candle that says relax. It's in every word. The best avail- the best ability is availability. E is always there for you. I want him on my team. I'm taking E. Oh, my God. This has been a beauty draft for me. I cannot believe. You know, I was upset with T. That's the only one I didn't get that I wanted. But my number two pick is W. That's a good w one. is an easy pick. It's the sign of winning. It's the sign of victory. What does, as a sports podcast, 
What do you want more than anything? You want a W. Wasted takes W and T both taken early. With a W. I can't believe this will drop to number six. Absolutely crazy. Oh my god. Beautiful. My third round pick, S. That's S tier. It's the tier above A is S. You want more of one? You add an S to it. Make it two. You want you got one rat? You got two rats. It just, it's a great letter. Weird to go with rat in that situation. Of all the things you could have said. I, I, you know what? The funny thing is, I, I, the first thing that popped into my head was mouse. <laughs> Mouses. <laughs> I almost said mouses, so I couldn't get to anything but rat. Uh, yeah, I mean, S, S tier. S tier list right here. So we've had some strange letters taken. Z is kind of a weird one. X is kind of a weird one. W is kind of a weird one. The weirdest letter is still on the board, so I'm going to take it. Q. All right. I'm taking Q. Q's fun to write. It's just a O with a little squiggle with a tail. It's fun to write in lowercase because it goes the wrong way. Um, Q, you know, not a not extremely versatile. That's why we took E. Q, I mean, you know, Queen. That's a good one. Um, Quiznos. Just thinking of the things that start with Q. <laughs> um, I don't know. Q is just kind of a goofy looking letter, and I like it. I uh, don't don't get to write it too often, uh, especially capital. I never write a capital Q ever. Um, I like Q. It's funny looking. I like it. Going Q. My number three. Dale. Now I got a ragtag bunch of letters already. I got Z. <laughs> And X. Some people might consider these letters, uh, you know, uh, like loser letters, like the ones that are in the back of the class, hood up, headphones in. But they got something special. And you know what sometimes they do? They embrace the loser inside them. And then they make other people uh, upset that that they aren't as cool at being not cool as them. So I'm taking the letter L. Number three, uh, it's fun to put on your forehead, do a little dance, and uh, it's fun to rub it in people's faces when they lose. So L, number three. (laughs) Number four, I'm going to go sidekick letter. It's a a letter that isn't used often. Uh, It's one that there's another letter that's two of them, and it's just, it's a sidekick to Q. It's the U. How is that a sidekick to Q? I you you pitched U so poorly because it comes after Q. This, this is not how you pitch U. Oh oh, I see, I see, I see what you're saying. Okay, U is a vowel, and you're saying that it's Q's sidekick. Still it is. It's a weird letter. Oh, uh, it comes second to W. There's two no, U's and W. The letter U is terrible. U is I, t- like I don't like U as a pick. I don't, I don't like, like U either. as a pick. I, <laughs> I, did, I did his reasoning. It can, uh, it can be used to just get to the point quickly instead of writing Y-O-U. You just put U. That's also yeah. true. That's, that's useful. Um, all right. What am I on? Four? Uh, let's see here. Looking at my sheet, got some 
all right ones out there. I think the, the big players have kind of moved on. I'm going, we took uh, Q last round, and I'm going with Q's cousin. Oh, easiest letter to write. It's just a circle. That's um, debatable. I, maybe. I Capital I. L. L. Yeah, but it's just a circle, right? So it's like, you don't even have to think about it. It's just, boom, circle. It's a, it's a number two. can be a zero, you know? So, again, versatility, kind of the theme of my list. Um, I just like O. It's just an O. It's just a circle. You can see O's everywhere you look. So, um, oh, that's my number four. Tucker? Um, yeah, I got another. I mean, I got everything I wanted in this draft. Um, my number four pick is I. The vowel. Boring. means me. It means me. Boring. It's a word. It's a word and a vowel. Arguably the most yeah. boring letter in the alphabet, an I. An I is not boring. Maybe you need to look in the mirror if you think I'm boring, okay? That's an I and an M. I am not boring. And I is not boring. I is a great letter. It's versatile. I love it. One of the most common letters in the alphabet. Are we doing five or four rounds? Five. That's it. That's it for you. No, I have one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have one more. Now, snake it back in the draft. I'm going to Y. Ah, damn it. Oh, my God. I got the absolute best draft here. Absolutely love it. Y, is it a vowel? Is it a consonant? It's a statement. It's a question. It's everything. Why is everything you I don't like how it's a vowel sometimes. I don't like that. I think that's dumb. I wish they would clarify that. No, no, it's everything. I like why. Why would have been a, my pick? All right. It was a, it was a fifth round steal. I mean, yeah, it I was. It really was. Um, why another fun one to write too, especially in cursive. Do a little squiggle on it. Um, all right, making an audible here. I'm going with a letter, kind of yeah. smack dab in the middle of the alphabet here. That alpha is the letter next to it, and that's why I'm picking it. This is more of a hate pick than a I, I love this letter pick. I'm going M. I'm going M because the letter N is such a fraud. It's like M's little brother. It wants to be M so bad, but it just doesn't have that extra line to do it. It's just a kind of a fraud. I'm glad I haven't seen it on a list yet. I'm hoping it wasn't Dylan's next pick because... N is the worst letter in the alphabet because it's just the top of Dylan's epic N. It's just it's just a depraved M. M is another fun one to write. Boom, boom, boom. My last name, Tucker's last name, begins with an M. Um, M and M's, great candy. You just need M. You just need the two M's. You have the little N in the middle. No one cares about it. M and M. Now, Um, couldn't we say the same thing about U with W? I would say V is more of the the W's little brother. Double, it's double U. I understand that, but when you write it. I know, that's why I went with U. I don't know why you wouldn't, well, you couldn't no, go you're with going that. with the, you're going with the little brother, though. You don't want the little brother. I'd say. No, I don't. I'd say, I, v, I mean, look at, look at what I'm looking at right now, right? The V stacked together is a W, not the U. But I tell you, right, you, it depends how you write your W's. Correct. If you're going, I, capital, I, I go sharp. I go See, sharp on my capital W's. W's. I go rounded on my lowercase w's. Exactly. So I'm going with M. 
because N is a fraud. Wilson. Uh, uh, yeah. Dope. Well, my number five, Trey, brought it up in your spiel. I'm going V is in Viper. <laughs> v is another one of those cool letters. No D always, for Dylan on his list. Always, always cool, always cool words with the letter V starting with it. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. It's uh, Velcro. Se- cool it's word. the same. It's the same <laughs> way. It's the same way. It. Capital or lo- or lowercase, right? It's just bigger. Uh. I don't know. It's just, it's just one of those like victory, cool letters. I actually like Dolan's list, except for the the you pick. I like Dolan's list. I hate Dolan's list. My um, letters have aggression as much. Cam did not participate in the draft, but he did send in his list. His number five was S. His number four was E. His number three was X. His number two was A, and his number one was C. So C. This. C Cam was the only one not drafted. Five. Cam got his top five. No, I not S. I still think my list is better. S was drafted. Tucker took S. Yeah. If you oh, compare uh, Cam's his top five versus my draft, I like my draft. Yeah. Your letters are boring and stupid. Nobody likes them. Oh, wait. My? No, I, I disagree. No, Tucker. All right. A, W, S, I, and Y are Three, five great picks. See, what? I went for cool. What are some letters right? we hate? I said no, N. You went with L. Don't throw L around as a cool letter. It is cool. It's I, I my said. My girlfriend's first name. What are some letters we hate? I have N. Yep, N. Hey. Um, P's kind of lame. Like, I like my last name, but B, B's kind of. I like B, actually. B's kind of a beta letter. Uh, I like B. I gotta throw F on the list, F? right? No, yeah, F is F is E no. l- much like E, like much like N, like kinda like just to be an E. If don't be an F, F, just, be an e. F just means bad. F's yeah, like F the most versatile bad. letter in the English language. It, it just no. isn't at all. Look it up. And you want a good you want a good um partnership? No, but you could be like maybe P is versatile because it can make a pu, it can make a pu. I was gonna say, you're talking about brother letters like with the Q and the U, P and H. That's like that's like Shaq and Kobe, that those that letter combination. Just the fact that it so, just makes no, it's not even close to a P sound. So here's one pitch for why N is cool. It kind of just alphas the K. N? <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it just knocks it out. Just yeah, just pieces it even, out. You can't even say the K if it's next to an N. But a lot there's a lot of letters like that, like uh, Django starts with a D. Yeah, but that's just one. That's like, just a hundred word, though. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a that's name. just one word. Feel it. Does T get canceled out by anything? Djibouti. Uh, Djibouti's not a made-up word. That starts with a D. Yeah, no, that's fair. There's a couple of them. Um, I tell you who I'm taking with my undrafted free agent pick is J. J's a good one. I, I was just thinking about J. And honestly, I take, I take K. <laughs> this is I a ridiculous conversation. K, but... I don't really like K, but K's kind of a K's, K's a baseball letter, Dill. K's, yeah, K's kind of a hateful letter. Backwards K is better. Why is K a hateful letter? Well, you're talking about baseball, you know, you someone strikes out, they're having a bad day, you put a K. Several K's can be, you know, yeah, okay. can be can bad if you if they're in a group, you don't want them getting together. I would, I would throw N as a hateful letter at that point. Yeah, that's true. These could all be used in slurs, every single one of these letters, so... <laughs> All right, let's get off this while we're, while we're ahead. What a 
What a stirring list, guys. I, I like that one. Um, movie, Longest Yard. Who watched it? I did. I did. I did as well. Three men. Um, all right. Uh, Dylan, it was yours, right? So you'll touch on a lot. Now, I just want to clarify for my father who asked this question, so we might have other people that ask. We were talking about the Adam Sandler. Correct. Nobody watches the old one. I just wanted to clarify, not the Burt Reynolds one. Correct. Burt, although Burt Reynolds does make an appearance. Yes, he does. R.I.P. Um, all right. So this movie, very funny. All-time football comedy movie. Probably the best football comedy movie. Uh, I can't. Um, Waterboy. The replacements I put up there, honestly. I haven't seen the replacements. The replacements, good movie. Yeah, I haven't. The Waterboy is close. But it's it's a lot more stupid than this one. I don't wait. I'm not like I guess it's I don't know. I'm not a huge uh, Sandler guy. Fan. You hate Adam Sandler? No, I love Adam Sandler. Just don't think the Water Boy is all that funny. It's Whoa, kind of just way too. It's it's too dumbed out. It's it's a lot more stupid than this one. So my takeaways from this movie: the surrounding cast is excellent. Chris Rock. And the entire football team, like Brucey, I think is the funniest character in the movie. When you let me play quarterback, hot, 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 he throws it in the dirt. Um, I remember the first time I watched it, and what's the guy's name? The big guy that breaks the, like. I broke it, did Yeah. Away. I remember the first time I watched it when I was a kid, I felt really bad for him. Like, really sad. I was like, oh, no, he feels bad. He broke the, he broke the drill thing. Um, also... Didn't remember this. A lot of WWE guys in this movie. Stone Cold Steve Austin's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Great Khali is in it. I feel like there's another one. The Great Khali. Barry Cruz is WWE, right? No, he, he was he was football. He was a football player. Also, Tracy Morgan is excellent in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> An unbelievable uh, job. <laughs> Chris Berman with the uh, the prisoner <laughs> calling the game. It's pretty good. I mean, it's just, it's just a funny movie. Funny movie. He played for the Jets, supposedly, right? Paul Crew. When he wasn't he like the New York quarterback when he got arrested? I don't remember. But um, that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I love this movie. It's very funny. It's, it's uh, kind of ridiculous the stuff that's going on at this prison. I mean, people blowing each other up in their cells and things like that is kind of nuts, but. No, it's a, it's a very solid movie. I'll give it a 7-3 for me. Tuck? Um, yeah, I enjoy this movie. I actually I didn't even have to watch it because I just had watched it like two or three weeks ago. Um, great movie, though. I mean, everything about it makes it, honestly, the football isn't terrible, which is kind of fun. Like, they have real athletes in the movie with getting guys like Terry Crews, Michael Irvin, like, Nelly. It's not just, yeah, it's not just like, Greenbush. I don't know, actors that are pretending to play football. Some of these guys are actual football players. And so I think that kind of makes it more fun. It's just, it feels like football rather than some, I don't know, some like times when you see sports go on in a movie, it's just guys that have clearly never played a sport in their lives acting like they're playing it. Adam Sandler, like, Honestly, pretty athletic guy. Couldn't be an NFL quarterback, though. You're looking at his body, oh. and you're like, this dude just no, no, played an NFL season. But, like, also, if Eli Manning was cast instead of 
Adam Sandler, I'd be like, come on, this yeah. guy couldn't be an NFL quarterback. Like, so at the end of the day, you know, you have a guy that gets the sport and a bunch of, like, everyone in the cast, like, are guys that like football rather than just people acting. It's not like Riverdale football or, like, some stupid movie where, like, even Friday Night Lights, the football wasn't good. Um, so, I yeah, that's part of it why I enjoy it so much. But just really funny movie all around. Score? Uh, 7.6. Dale, your movie? Yeah, this is an all-around sleeper Adam Sandler movie, I think. I feel like this doesn't get talked about. I feel like it's because Sandler as isn't, like, the biggest draw to the movie. Like, he isn't the reason you're going to see it. You know? Yeah, maybe. Um, he is the star of the movie. I know, but, but like, it doesn't, uh, it's just not all, like, the Waterboy is all about the Waterboy. Like, this is a larger well, story. Well, it's not as, it's not as ridiculous. Yes. I mean, there is obviously very ridiculous parts, but. Um. Yeah, I like uh, I like this movie. I believe it's a a remake of an original movie. Yeah, Tucker like, clarified that. You did okay. Sorry. Um, and like uh, like you guys said, it's, it, the football it is actually interesting. The storyline is actually interesting. Um, I like it. It's funny. It's just a good all-around movie. I remember when I was a kid, I remember saying, that one hurt my bobble sack when the ref gets hit in the nuts like three times in a row and Colonel Sanders says uh, says that. And, like, I remember saying it and then, like, as a joke or, like, me and my dad saying whatever, like, as a kid and I have no idea where it came from. Like, we, like, didn't know. Like, it's like, and this was before you could just like Google it. It was like, like, just didn't know. And then one day, I don't know, I was like 12 years old. We watched the movie and that line came up and we just were like, oh my God, that's what this is from. And yeah, so I always remember that from this movie. So uh, funny little line there. Uh, but all in all, great movie, funny. Um, I'll give it a 7.5. Aggregate score of 7.4. Um What's what was up with Sandler just putting Colonel Sanders in his football movies for a minute there? Yeah, he makes an appearance in those two movies, and I think that's and it makes no sense. Um, all right, I think it's Cam's movie, but since he's not here, I think I'll just leapfrog him, and we'll get his next week. I have a great movie to pick that is very topical. It is a movie that is bringing people together across this country. Oh God. We're watching 21 Jump Street, starring <laughs> Jonah Hill. Um, if you haven't seen the news, Kanye recently came out. Not anti-Semitic anymore, because 21 Jump Street is a funny movie. So, you know, I think we should revisit it, see what he's talking about, heal the world a little bit. Maybe, you know, heal some of our own prejudices and uh, just go from there. So we're doing 21 Jump Street. Uh, all right. I think that is all we've got for tonight. That's our show. Cam will be back next week. Hopefully, if his cruise ship doesn't sink, he was mentioning the Titanic earlier. And, you know, April's the month it sank. So we're getting close. But um, that's all. Check us out on our socials. Vote on our polls. Give me some more points. I'm on the board. Let's go, gentlemen. Uh, Thanks for getting wasted with us. And we will see you next week. So long. See ya.